Any examples used are for illustrative purposes only and do not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs, and may not be suitable for all investors. It is not intended to predict the performance of any specific investment and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy. Welcome to Money Matters with Mike, with your host, Mike Zaino. Get set for a full hour of financial information and economic news affecting your bottom line. Mike works hard each day to educate Americans like you on how to reach the financial freedom they've worked so hard for. And he can help you, too. So now, let's start the show. Here's Mike Zaino. What's up, what's up, what's up? It's Mike Zaino coming to you from Fort Mill, South Carolina. Happy Saturday, people. What a great day to be alive in these United States of America. Money Matters with Mike is a show designed to arm you with information and give you plenty of meat on the bone each and every week. On today's show, we're going to talk about how to fund the retirement of your dreams, including costs to consider, as well as solutions to common retirement obstacles. And as always, I have the distinct honor and privilege, especially today on his birthday, of being joined by the one and only my co-host and producer extraordinaire, Mr. Matt McClure. Matt, first of all, happy birthday, sir. How you doing today? I am great, Mike. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And only for you would I work on my birthday, let me tell you, because uh, I, I have so much fun doing the show. I wasn't going to miss it today. So, the, you know, that that's uh, just the way it works. But thank you. I appreciate it. You are absolutely welcome. What are you, what are you like, uh, 29, 39, what? Oh, yeah, 29 again. Um, <laughs> no, I am... Uh, I, I'm actually 42 today, and, and I, you know, I, I hesitate to say it to, to reveal my age, but I feel like I've caught up with my age because I've kind of always sort of looked and sounded like I was 42, no, <laughs> even I, when I was like in my 20s. I, so, I feel that. I feel that. <laughs> but yeah, so I finally caught up with myself. But no, thank you. I appreciate it. And we do have we have got a lot of great uh, stuff to talk about on today's show as well. So uh, we're going to we're going to get into it here with plenty of meat on the bone to chew on. Uh, I do want to remind the listeners uh, Money Matters with Mike is available as a podcast wherever you get your podcasts. So let's say these past couple of weeks, previous episodes, we've been talking a lot about these bank failures that have a lot of people concerned. If you missed those and want to go back and listen to them, feel free to go to moneymatterswithmike.com. Listen to those past episodes there or go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, any place you get your podcasts and search for Money Matters with Mike. You'll find it there. You can also call Mike Zeno at 704-560-1573, 704-560-1573. Uh, check out our YouTube channel as well. You can also check us out on Facebook. A lot of great content, both of those places. And uh, they're you know just easy to find there. Just search for Money Matters with Mike. Uh, we also... Mike, I got to say, love giving our listeners free stuff. Yes, we do. And, and <laughs> yes, and uh, that really uh, is a privilege and an honor for us to do that because we like giving you free stuff that's going to help you, uh, not just free stuff for the sake of free stuff, right? So one thing that's brand new that we have that's a great resource is a new report on the new Secure Act 2.0 and what it means for your retirement. Absolutely free, and it's yours today if you get in touch with us. 
at uh, those, uh, you know, contact uh, ways to contact us. I'll give them to you again in just a second. We've also got uh, the uh, 23 cost cutters for 2023. A lot of great tips there for your uh, year and saving a lot of money in 2023. And also the book, Annuity 360. It's by Ford Stokes, who's a great friend of ours. Mike has his copy right there by his side at all times. A lot of great information there about annuities and how they can help you potentially in your retirement. So if you'd like any of that, go to moneymatterswithmike.com or call 704-560-1573. And Mike, I, you echoed my sentiment there. We love helping out our listeners. Yeah, I mean, that's the whole reason we do the shows because information, right? It's what we do with the information that we've got. If you're the smartest person out there, but you take no action, I'm sorry, but you're an educated derelict. You're not doing anything with everything that you've learned. Put it into play, practical application, because if you do, I can promise you, it definitely will change your financial future. Yeah, it absolutely will. And uh, something else that could potentially change your financial future, staying with us for this next hour, mm. because we got a lot to get to, a lot coming up here on the show. We've got 10 costs to consider when planning for retirement. We're going to break down that list for you here. That'll be probably the biggest chunk of the show. We also have a new problem solver, which is a new story that's actually a true story, not a fairy tale. It's a true story about how we helped out uh, a family and help them reach their retirement goals, despite some pretty big hurdles that they had getting there. Mm -hmm. Also, if you are concerned about retirement, we're going to discuss the worries that pre-retirees and retirees have and what you can do about them. And if we get to it, that's a question mark because we got a lot to cram in here this week. we got a great This Week in History coming up at the end. But first, let's go, uh, go ahead and get started with our world-famous quote of the week. And now for some financial wisdom, it's time for the quote of the week. And this time around, Mike, those words of wisdom come from Richard Bach, who is an American writer, author, born in 1936, who's written numerous books, including two of the big bestsellers of the 70s, Jonathan Livingston Siegel and Illusions, The Adventures of a Reluctant Messiah. And among the wise words that Richard Bach uh, has uttered in his life are these, the worst lies are the lies we tell ourselves. Wow. How true. Yeah, absolutely, Matt. You know, I, I'd never heard of Richard Bach before. I hadn't read either of those two books. Uh, I don't know if any of our listeners have either. Man, when we're talking about the lies we tell ourselves, that is going to be today's meat on the bone segment. It's all about money lies. Hungry for something to chew on? Here's some meat on the bone. Those money lies that we tell ourselves can change the way that we think. It can change the way that we act when it comes to our finances. And since most of us rarely talk about money with our friends and our family, the money lies that we tell ourselves tend to stick around. And that can lock us into destructive beliefs and reinforce very poor financial habits. Most of us lie to ourselves. And psychologists classify it as something called cognitive dissonance, which is the uncomfortable tension we feel when our behavior doesn't match our beliefs. We know what we should save and invest for the future, right? We should protect our credit scores. We should begin building wealth. So when we don't do it, we come up with lies to make ourselves feel better. If you're not saving money, maybe you're telling yourself that 
It's just because you can't afford to set aside any money right now. And I'm going to tell you, that's not true. So I'm going to go into the three biggest lies that we tell ourselves when it comes to money. Lie number one is I'll begin saving and investing next year. Most folks focus on buying what they need and what they want right now. Instant gratification, if you will. And we tell ourselves that we'll start saving for the future when? Later. If we save anything at all, it's likely to be whatever we have left over. In fact, fewer than one in six of us are saving more than 15% of our income, and one in five aren't saving any money whatsoever. When in truth, it may never feel like the right time to save money. Maybe your bills are due. There are things that you want to buy or people that you love who need cash and you want to help them. So what do we do? We tell ourselves we'll start saving next year, believing that we'll have more money to spare. The problem is, when next year comes around, it tends to bring the same financial responsibilities and temptations, if not more. And saving and investing money, even if it's just a little bit at a time, Matt, it offers us a financial cushion against that unexpected. That's line number one, okay? Line number two is I have plenty of time to plan for my financial future and I don't need to think about it yet. The future can seem really far away when you're talking about 10, 20, or even more years out. Uh, when we feel like we have a lot of room between now and then, it's really easy to make excuses to not plan or save for it this lie is an excuse for procrastination. It's the rationale we use when we have a difficult time managing our negative feelings or uncertainties about our financial futures, and it makes us turn a blind eye to the years of interest that we lose out on when we don't plan. Ben Franklin may have spoken best about the truth behind this money lie when he very wisely said, by failing to prepare, you are preparing to fail. That's something that we've mentioned multiple times on this show. And then line number three is that investing is too risky and complicated. People tend to get intimidated about investing because they don't always understand the terminology or they don't know the right questions to ask. And when you don't know what questions to ask, I'm going to tell you, you're always going to find the wrong answers. People also don't want to be taken advantage of or make uninformed decisions. Many avoid investing altogether because they fear what they do not know. The fact of the matter is, it doesn't matter how much money you make. What matters is how you spend it how you save it, and how you invest it. The fix is just to commit to saving and investing. The only way to build wealth, no matter how much or how little money you earn, is to pay yourself first. The first step on the path to having a healthy financial future is to get honest about what matters. Money matters. And the second is to take ownership of what happens next. So if you're one of the people out there listening to me right now who've been putting off retirement planning, I would love to invite you to sit down with me. You can also meet with me virtually online or over the phone. I won't charge you for a consultation and I'll be happy to review your portfolio, address your concerns and answer any questions you might have. 
and you can get started on that road by going to moneymatterswithmike.com. That's all one word, moneymatterswithmike.com, or give them a call at 704-560-1573, 704-560-1573 for that free consultation. And of course, we'll dive into exactly what that entails coming up a little bit later on in the show. Uh, but some great meat on the bone this week there, Mike, you know, I mean, um, fear of, of in investing fear of, t- you know, taking a, a chance on the kind of the unknown about what the, what the future might hold. And then, uh, just that reluctance to get started because you tell yourself that lie that you can't afford it or that it, Oh, I'll do it later. Uh, you know, a little reality check is always a good thing. And so that's why I appreciate the meat on the bone segment here, especially this week. Yeah, I like to call it FUD, F-U-D. That's a that's an acronym for fear, uncertainty, and doubt. When you have FUD, just give me a call and let's get a plan together. Yeah, that's that. absolutely thing. If it, not, no, we're not talking about Elmer FUD. No, that's a different thing. Uh, but, uh, you know, be, be very, very quiet and call Mike Zeno, 704-560-1573. Well, we teed this up at the beginning, Mike, and we're going to de- delve into it now. 10 costs to consider when planning for retirement. These are some things that uh, we ran across and came from an article in U.S. News and World Report. And they're, boy, they're really a lot of common things that a lot of people will have to contend with. Most people will have to contend with all of these during Mm -hmm. their retirement years. But we want to sort of dispel some of the myths that are around these, kind of clear up some of the fog that might be there. And we want to, you know, let our listeners know you, you might not have a lot less expenses in retirement like you might think just because of you know different things that happen as you as you get older. Mm-hmm. Actually, while some costs can be reduced or totally eliminated in retirement, other expenses might remain the same or even increase as you age. You are very likely to face new costs as you use more healthcare services or take up new hobbies to help fill the time during your days. And don't forget about inflation and the inevitable effect that it's going to have on your expenses in retirement. Absolutely right. I mean, you know, if you look at it and even if you are, let's say, let's say you've got one of those bank CDs, for example, at uh, at one of the big uh, brick and mortar banks that's you know making you less than a you know one percent return, a lot less than one percent return. Some of them, with if inflation is like it is about right now, at say around six percent, if you get one percent, well, you've actually you haven't gained one percent, you've lost five percent in real dollars. So yeah, inflation a huge huge concern. But as far as costs in retirement on this list, number one is number one for good reason. And that is because it's probably the biggest cost in retirement for for a lot of people. That is housing. Yeah. Like you said, Matt, it could be your biggest cost in retirement. And a lot of people, they actually forget to account for uh, home repairs. They forget to account for property taxes. And here's the thing. If you pay off your mortgage, yes, your house payment goes away, but property taxes, your insurance, your escrow fees, they, they never do. Okay. And also consider home repairs can be much more difficult to do it yourself as you get older. Okay. I don't want to necessarily be climbing on my roof, repairing gutters or, you know, replacing shingles when I'm in my seventies. Heck, I don't want to do it when I'm in my sixties, right? Much less older than that. And there are a variety of ways to significantly reduce your monthly housing bills. Paying off your mortgage 
can eliminate a major monthly expense, leaving only the cost of those taxes, insurance, and maintenance. And then another option, Matt, would be to downsize to a home um, that costs significantly less so that you're able to free up some home equity and help pad that nest egg that you're sitting on. And so moving of a new place or to a new place, I should say, that has a, a lower cost of living can also improve your financial uh, retirement picture in and of itself. Yeah. And, you know, another aspect of that is you know, if you've been in a home for a long time, mm -hmm. it may make it difficult to leave, obviously, from an emotional standpoint, because you might be you know, tied to it in that way. But if you think about it from a financial standpoint, Let's say, you know, 30 years ago, for example, you paid $85,000, $100,000 for that home. The value of that home is going to be much more now. And so you've got yourself a lot of equity there. Uh, you can put that to good use, pay down any debt that you might have, and really be in a much better financial position if you were to downsize to somewhere smaller. That's one thing that my, um, after my dad passed, my mom really considered doing it. But again, you know, it was... Uh, one of those things where she was just sort of emotionally tied to the house mm -hmm. and it's a and it's a single level too it's it's a ranch it's not a very big house so she's like eh, I, a little bit more bother than than it would be worth but uh in people's particular situations uh, it could very well be a great opportunity yeah especially too if you bought your house you know 15 20 years ago and you, you were paying six seven percent interest rates and you didn't take advantage of that extremely low interest rate environment over the last, say, three years before it jumped back up into the sixes and even the sevens. Um, if you did refinance and you're sitting on a, a two to two and a half percent or, or lower, heck, anything lower than three percent, you then need to see, all right, can I make more than you know 3% on my money and if that's the case you may not want to have your house paid off if you can take your dollars and reinvest them and earn more than 3%. But if you can strategize to have your house paid off before you retire, then obviously the happiest retirees are those with none uh, no housing debt. Yeah, absolutely so cuz that as we say gets rid of that biggest expense mm -hmm. that you have in your retirement. Well, number 2 on this list of costs to consider in retirement, Medicare premiums. This is one too I think like that some people might not realize especially pre-retirees they haven't necessarily done a lot of research much thought about it other than oh I'm going to have Medicare, <laughs> you know, when I reach a certain age, the Medicare premiums can vary. Yeah. And, and, you know, some employers offer health insurance that you can carry with you through retirement. Some don't. Okay. And so a lot of people, everybody will inevitably end up on Medicare. And most people don't pay a premium for Medicare Part A, which is the hospital insurance, because they've paid for it their entire lives. If you look at any one of your pay stubs from any time uh, in, in history that you've worked, you're going to see a line item deduction for Medicare. And that paid for your Medicare Part A, which is why it's free in retirement. That being said, Medicare Part B, which covers your, your physicians, you think of it like your doctors, there is a standard premium. And for this year, 2023, that premium is $164.90. You may as well say 165, right? And some high income earners or people that earned more the two years before they retired, they actually have to pay an income adjusted rate, which is an additional premium. So Medicare Part D, which is the drug plan, covers prescription drugs, that has a separate premium that varies depending on the drug plan that you 
select each and every year. And there could also be a third premium if you select a Medigap plan that will pay for some of Medicare's out-of-pocket costs. So the biggest thing when it comes to Medicare is don't forget to sign up before the deadline for Part B. Otherwise, there are late enrollment penalties that could be added to your premiums, and that penalty is permanent. Yeah, and and you know you just ran through there, Mike. Some of those, you know, Part A, Part B, Part D. It can be like an alphabet soup of confusion <laughs> for people, uh, but. That's why you you know don't don't necessarily try and go this alone, folks. You need help navigating these things, yeah. and I know a guy who can help you. It's uh, Mike Zeno. Just go to moneymatterswithmike.com or call seven zero four five six zero one five seven three. Number three on the list of ten costs to consider for retirement, Mike, really does follow right along with the Medicare premiums one. We're talking about healthcare expenses and and really healthcare expenses overall, um, because there are you know, quite a few things that uh, Medicare doesn't pay for. And you also have to consider um, deductibles and things like that. Right. So we, we talked about Medicare Part A being free because you paid for it all your life. Right. But it still has this year a $1,600 deductible per benefit period if you're hospitalized. And there are additional co-insurance charges if your hospital stay exceeds 60 days. God forbid you're in the hospital for longer than two straight months. But if you are, then there are additional co-insurance charges. Medicare Part B also has an annual deductible of $226 for the year 2023. Some preventative care services are covered by Medicare with no out-of-pocket costs, but then there are also several types of commonly needed medical services that typically aren't covered at all, like eyeglasses and hearing aids. So these are definitely things to consider. Absolutely so. And a lot of people might think that those are covered, but they're not. And that's uh, another reason you got to, you know, have help uh, clearing these things up as you plan uh, for your retirement. Um, number four on the list of costs to consider, Mike, is I think something that sort of falls under the radar as far as something that you can control mm. because it's seen as an inevitable thing, right? Death and taxes. Those are the two things we can count on in, in life. But this one at least if you, if you can't totally escape taxes, you can strategize to sort of minimize that impact, especially in your retirement years. Yeah. So, so, so everybody needs to think of whatever they have in their 401k, their employer sponsored plan. I don't care if it's a 401k, 403b, TSP, you know, whatever it is, if it's a tax deferred account, think of your number. And I've said this before, guess what? It's not all yours. After years and years and years of deferring the taxes on your retirement savings, you are going to need to pay income tax on each and every withdrawal that you pull from any of your tax deferred accounts like the 401ks, 403bs, TSPs, or just an IRA. So those distributions from tax deferred retirement accounts are also mandatorily required once you hit age 73 now, thanks to the SECURE Act, and it'll eventually go out to age 75, even if you don't need the money, right? So Uncle Sam will force you to take required minimum distributions. Why? 
so that they can collect the tax. Okay. And, and if you don't take the amount that you're supposed to take, there is an extremely stiff penalty. It is the largest penalty in the IRS's arsenal. But there are several ways to strategically withdraw money from your retirement accounts and reduce your overall retirement tax bill. Part of your social security benefits, Matt, could also be taxable if your retirement income taps or a specific threshold. In fact, up to 85% of your social security could be, you know, taxable. Yeah. And that's something, you know, again, that people don't really necessarily take into consideration um, in retirement. So you got to plan for those taxes. They are uh, obviously an inevitable part of life, but the that amount is not inevitable. And there are those ways, as you say, that you can, can uh, really plan for them and minimize that impact, that burden in your retirement years. Uh, number five, as we make it about halfway through this list of 10 costs to consider in retirement, is something that everybody has been thinking about. You know, we think about it a lot because uh, we, we do it every day. We eat. So this is food I'm talking about. <laughs> but people have been thinking about the cost of food a lot, especially over this past year or so with food inflation really going out of control. Yeah, I went to buy ice cream the other day. I'm, I, you know, I don't, I've been cutting back. I've been losing weight, but I still went to go splurge a little bit. And I went to buy some, I couldn't believe how much, I think I paid like $7 and change for what used to be a half gallon is now a third of a gallon. So they're, they're shrinking the amount you get and they're increasing the price. But you can save money on food in retirement if you're willing to give up some of those expensive convenience foods and actually take the time to cook healthy meals at home. But here's the thing, Matt, a lot of retirees, they have all that additional free time in retirement, and that might tempt them to spend more on you know lingering lunches, going out with friends, and then taking uh, expensive dining experiences and trying the fire things in life. But in actuality, when shopping for your own food and cooking it yourself, you might be able to qualify for you know senior discounts at grocery stores and even select restaurants as well. Yeah. And don't be afraid to ask for those, you know, I mean, even if they don't advertise a senior discount or something like that, that might still be a thing. So and military discounts for veterans. Yeah, yep. absolutely. That's uh, and that's something that I'm sure you take advantage of, obviously, because they the businesses want to thank you and all of our veterans for your service. And so, uh, you know, definitely take that where you can get it, especially these days. Everybody needs it with inflation, as I say, running rampant and still being really, really stubborn here. Well, number six on our list not quite as fun as food. Um, this is emergencies. Uh, nobody wants to be in that situation, but you've got to plan for an emergency just in case you find yourself with one at hand. Yeah. So, so think about emergency funds, right? We talk about that a lot on the show before you should invest, you need to have an emergency fund. Well, the need for an emergency fund does not end when you retire. You're going to continue to need to make home repairs. What happens if your HVAC goes out? Where are you going to get that you know, money? What happens if your water heater uh, springs a leak and, and damages some, uh, some things that aren't covered under your home insurance policy, right? So an emergency fund is essential to avoid spending your retirement savings too quickly. You don't want to take from your retirement money when you don't have enough in, in, in a reserve for an emergency. So make sure your plan includes funds to set aside to help cope with those emergency expenses. Yeah, you know, not, not all that long ago, um, we had here in 
uh, Georgia, in like central Georgia, south of Atlanta area, a bunch of tornadoes come through and really did some damage, didn't do as much nearly as they did in Mississippi, where they came from. Uh, they had weakened a bit by the time they got here. But, you know, the people who lived in those areas and were impacted, I didn't see that coming. So you never know when an emergency is going to come your way. And it could be something like that, a natural disaster, or it could be a health scare. It could be anything, a car accident, whatever. Not that we wish for these things to happen to anybody, but you got to be prepared in case they do. Mm -hmm. Well, another thing, okay, back to the fun now, <laughs> as we go through our list of uh, 10 costs to consider during retirement. Uh, number seven on the list is entertainment and you gotta be you gotta keep yourself keep yourself busy in retirement and part of that busyness can be entertaining as well <laughs> yeah so, so i mean think about it you're retired now you have a lot of newfound free time well that provides opportunities to try a lot of new things but those new things those new experiences if you will can get expensive and so there are lots of communities that provide plenty of free or affordable entertainment to people of all ages ranging from summer concerts to library seminars and senior centers often provide social activities just for retirees. Yeah. And I think that's been true of every community I've lived in. I think in my life, you know, here in Atlanta, I know of a couple, a couple of different, you know, concert series that are free outdoors in the, in the warmer months where you can get out and enjoy things. Um, in my hometown, uh, where I lived and grew up, up in North uh, Georgia, Northeast of Atlanta, same kind of thing. I remember actually when I was younger, taking part in a series of spring concerts like that. Um, when I was uh, in, in high school band, actually, we did a concert on the square and it was cool. It was fun. Um, but even like in, up in New York, when I lived there, there were a free series of concerts outdoors, uh, down in Florida, big uh, festivals and events and all that all the time. So wherever you live, you can find something like that. That's not going to cost you a dime and, and still give you that, that fun, that entertainment. Another thing too, that's fun. And this is the way I like to get my entertainment a lot of the time. And I know that a lot of people are with me on this, especially in retirement years is travel. Mm. Retirees finally have the time to travel as much as they want. The only limiting factor is your budget. And so if you want to travel, it really depends on how you want to travel. If you're pulling a camper fifth wheel, that is not going to cost as much as flying first class across the pond and staying at the Ritz Carlton of the Four Seasons, right? So, you know, retirees have the advantage of being able to travel during the weekdays and off peak times, which could help save them money. And also, and this is the part I like, help avoid the crowds. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that one. It, uh, I, I, I'm telling you, when I go on vacation, I like to go on vacation like during the week. You know, a lot of people will go on the weekend. They'll do like a quick weekend trip, different places. I love to go during the week, like Mondays and Tuesdays on vacation are my mm -hmm. favorite times because you're like the only people there. <laughs> so I, I absolutely love it. Uh, avoid those crowds at all costs. Number nine on the list of uh, the 10 costs to consider during retirement, <laughs> grandkids. It, it, boy, they love spoiling the grandkids, the grandparents do. And um, it, just because you retire doesn't mean you're going to stop spoiling them. That's right. Nothing can throw off a retirement budget like the arrival of a grandchild. Okay, Grandchildren can actually change your financial priorities. And grandparents often love to give those gifts to their grandkids. 
They like to travel to see them if they don't live in the same town. Um, and some of them actually set up a trust to help provide for their grandkids' future. So just making sure that if you have grandchildren and you want to spoil them, that that's part of your retirement plan um, and, and part of a way of leaving a legacy and a way for them to remember you, I think is key. Yeah, the only taste of that that I've had so far is um, with my nieces because I can. It's kind of like having grandkids because you can you can take them, you can spoil them, and then you can give them back. You know, it's a, it's a, that same kind of thing that grandparents do with grandkids. Of course, a lot of times though, grand grandparents end up actually raising grandkids because of different situations and stuff like that, and then that's a whole you know different ball of wax. But um, the grand uh, the grandparents spoiling the grandkids uh, is a universal thing, no matter what your particular situation is. And then an important one here, Mike, is um, number 10 on the list. That's leaving a legacy for your family. Another one I think that kind of gets overlooked because you talk about expenses in retirement, you think about, okay, your your lifespan, your uh, particular longevity, mm -hmm. whatever you are, are planning for in your life. But this is leaving a legacy behind for that next generation so that they are better off than they otherwise would have been. Yeah, I, I think, Matt, that, that that is a focal point of a lot of people's retirement plan, being able to leave financial gifts or heirlooms to, the, to their family. And then other, other people say, you know what, I'm going to spend my money. And if there's anything left over, then you are more than entitled to it. And whatever your plan is, is okay with me. So think about whether you plan to leave a legacy to your family. Think about whether you plan on including charitable giving to meaningful causes. Uh, make sure that your wishes are spelled out clearly in writing, in writing, okay, so that your plans can be realized. It is important to have that will and that comprehensive estate plan well in advance. And Matt, one of the best ways to leave some tax-free dollars to your heirs is through life insurance. Yeah, that's absolutely true. And, you know, it, it's, I speak from experience, as you know, I've mentioned this before that when my, my dad passed, luckily he did have that life insurance policy and it was so great and so refreshing. It just happened about the time I was sort of getting into this business, you know, and uh, we got that check at my, at my mom's house and no taxes taken out, nothing, just deposited it right in the, the, uh, you know, place we deposited it. <laughs> and uh, it was great. I mean, it, it really is a great way to take a lot of the burden off of uh, your passing. Um, obviously there'll be the emotional toll. There'll be the, the, that period of, of mourning and missing you, but a lot of the burden that otherwise would have been there um, will be eased. And, and I got to say, Mike, this is, you know, we've just been through this list of 10 costs to consider. Yep. It can be an overwhelming thing to trip for people to try and, and think about and plan for. Um, but that's why you're here. It is. <laughs> we know that budgeting and planning for the future expenses um, can seem daunting, can seem very, very challenging. So let us help you and provide you with a retirement income gap analysis. What is that? That's determining whether you're going to have more month than money, which is not good, right? We want to set you up to where there's more money than months. So call us at 704-560-1573 or schedule a complimentary consultation online at moneymatterswithmike.com. Visit us on Facebook, on YouTube, just by searching Money Matters with Mike. We are here and happy to help. It's time for this week's 
Problem Solver. So, Mike, I said at the beginning of the show, you know, it's not a fairy tale, the problem solver this week, but it does start out like this. Once upon a time. <laughs> there was an emergency room doctor. No, I, I, I just want to. I just want to feel like I want to say anyway. Like uh, there was a you know a princess in a tower or something like that. But no, uh, th there was an emergency room doctor in an area medical center. He was working there in the ER. And boy, God, what a what a, a stressful job that is. Hmm. The doctor, sixty five. His wife, sixty one years old. They had planned on retiring after he turned 65, but the state of inflation and the economy led to them being really concerned about the future. They did not want to draw down their savings too quickly, uh, understandably so. Uh, and because of their worries, the doctor was actually considering working for another two to three years to be able to save up more money. But he was just really, really tired, you know, from that demanding job for so many years, the long hours, the stressful environment at the hospital. So after he and his wife met with us, we actually determined that they will receive about $5,000 a month, give or take, in Social Security income. But, and here's the kicker, they were expecting total monthly expenses to be $14,000 a month, leaving that $9,000 a month income gap. And you just mentioned it a minute ago, having more month than money there's exhibit a before the court of that exact thing mm -hmm. um so so what do we do here um mike i mean lay out the 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 problem define the the, the problem for us and the solution yeah so i mean the problem was is that the couple didn't want to sacrifice their goals or their lifestyle in retirement right and the husband didn't want to delay retirement any longer so they were really caught between a rock and a hard place they have a couple daughters who are going to be married soon and they wanted to be involved in the planning and the funding of the weddings and they also receive great fulfillment from their annual mission trips to south america simply put Matt, um this couple <laughs> needed paychecks for their expenses and they needed play checks to uh, enjoy traveling while they're still in their 60s and 70s and youthful enough to actually be able to enjoy it. So what we did, Matt, is we helped them fill the gap in their income plan through two key strategies. The first thing we did for them was implemented what we call a Roth ladder conversion plan, uh, taking the money from their tax deferred retirement accounts, what we did is developed a plan to systematically move it over into a Roth IRA to reduce their future tax risk. Most of their savings were actually in tax deferred accounts, meaning that they still owed the taxes on future distributions in retirement. So by converting what was left over within their income tax bracket, just enough to keep them under the next threshold, we were able to go ahead and pay the tax now at a known rate, uh, which historically pretty low, uh, so that we circumnavigated any future risk of the government hiking taxes in the future. So that's number one. Number two, we took about 40% of their bond portfolio that was hemorrhaging in the current interest rate environment. And we set them up in a, in a fixed indexed annuity that had a 100% cash reserve requirement. What that did is give them safety. It gave them safety. It gave them reassurance. It gave them peace of mind that they would have the income they needed to live in retirement, live the retirement of their dreams because the annuities can provide a lifetime income stream 
that you can never outlive. So why did we share this story? Well, we want you to think of your own retirement and how you're going to fund it. Number one, is your retirement plan tax efficient? Do you have that ticking tax time bomb like this couple had with all of your money in tax deferred accounts? Are you tired of delaying your own retirement? You have to realize, and we've said this a hundred times at least on this show, retirement is not about the size of your next nest egg or about the total amount of savings. It's about your ability to generate the income you need to fund your expenses during retirement. And if you're trying to systematically withdraw money from the accounts as you need it, you could be at risk of living that just in case retirement. And what we'd rather see you do is get to the guarantees so that you can enjoy both the paychecks and the playchecks that come from investing in a fixed indexed annuity. And regardless of whatever tax bracket you might find yourself in, it is important to have a plan and we can help. Absolutely can. And you can go to moneymatterswithmike.com to set up that initial free consultation, moneymatterswithmike.com or call 704-560-1573. That's 704-560-1573. And Mike, when people do that, when they reach out for that full free retirement plan consultation, and I say free and I, and I mean it, uh, free of any cost, any obligation, What's that like? Tell our listeners what the process is there. Well, again, you just hit the nail on the head in that there is no cost to our listeners and they are comp comprehensive consultations. No obligation whatsoever. You're only going to work with us if it's best for you. Boy, I tell you what, Matt, words are hard today. <laughs> I keep tripping over my tongue. But when it comes to planning for you, we're going to help analyze your financial situation. We'll closely... Um, examine any annuities that you might have. Uh, we will discover exactly how much you're paying in fees. We can help you cut out unnecessary costs in your IRAs, your 401ks, any other types of retirement savings accounts that you might have. We can talk about Medicare planning. We talked about that a little bit today. We can talk about social security planning. And we, bottom line, are going to compare your current situation to what is possible if you work with us. Remember, it is your money. And if it matters to you, it matters to me. That is the advantage of working with someone like Mike Zeno, uh, who can really help you with your particular situation and, and you know, somebody who actually is going to care and is going to, um, you know, just be there to help you along the way as you make it through uh, to your retirement years. 704-560-1573 again is the number. MoneyMattersWithMike.com is the website. Well, you know, Mike, we, we worked through 10 of the costs to consider mm -hmm. uh, during retirement a little bit earlier. Now let's get into uh, another sort of list thing that we have <laughs> to share with our listeners here of six major concerns for retirees and pre-retirees. Obviously not the only concerns, but six of the most common concerns right now Mm -hmm. uh, in our current economic situation uh, that, that we find ourselves in that retirees and pre-retirees are feeling, are really concerned about. And we really want people to, to enjoy their retirement, right? That mm -hmm. you've worked hard over the years, you've saved up this money you've planned, but here are a list of some concerns that we're hearing from people currently in their retirement 
or just planning to retire in the very near future. So number one is one that we've mentioned here before, a potential cut to Social Security. Yeah. So, I mean, that's probably the biggest fear, Social Security, you know, running out, right? On last week's show, we dis- we discussed that possibility of those Social Security benefits being reduced and, you know, cut in the future. If you missed that show, please check it out on the website uh, or go to the podcast, moneymatterswithmike.com and just listen. But here's what you missed. You know, no matter where lawmakers stand on the future of Social Security, there is almost universal agreement that the program faces funding challenges that must be addressed. And sometime by the middle, early to middle of next decade, so the the 2030s, one of the trust funds that helps pay for Social Security is going to run out of money, which leaves more than 20% of the uh, program unfunded. And a recent report released by the Congressional Budget Office warned the Social Security trust fund could run out of money as soon as 2032, which is a year earlier than previously thought, if Congress doesn't make changes uh, or bring in more revenue or reduce benefit payouts. So if you haven't already, you need to go check out your own Social Security account. Go to ssa.gov. That's the abbreviation for Social Security Administration. ssa.gov. Create a My Security online account. It takes about five to 10 minutes. And once you have access to your account information, you can reach out to us so that we can put a Social Security maximization report uh, together for you as soon as possible. Yeah, be able to maximize that benefit. And that'll be a great, great uh, thing. And a great resource there at ssa.gov. Um, once you have that account, it's really kind of eye opening uh, for you. And then, of course, you know, Mike, when you work with uh, some someone really is even more eye-opening as to what it could be uh, mm-hmm. for them in, in the future. Well, uh, number two on this list of uh, concerns for retirees and pre-retirees, portfolio balances going down. This is one that we just uh, experienced <laughs> last year uh, with the S&P 500. If people were indexed to the S&P, uh, they saw nearly 20% loss just last year. Yeah. In fact, since 2000, there have been seven years where the S&P actually saw declines. It, it declined from 2000 to 2001, 2002. So three straight years. Then, of course, we had the financial crisis in 2008 where the S&P lost 38.5% in 2015, in 2018, and then last year, the S&P lost 19.4%. So, you know, there was an American investor named John C. Bogle who once said that if you have trouble imagining a 20% loss in the stock market, you shouldn't be in stocks. And we've used that quote for the quote of the day before, but many retirees and pre-retirees are understandably concerned how market volatility could impact their ability to meet financial expenses and obligations during retirement. Yeah, it it is uh, definitely understandable uh, thing. And number three on this list kind of goes hand in hand with number two, and that is a market crash. You know, I mean, there's so volatility is one thing, a market crash is kind of something else. It's more along the lines of what we experienced back in, say, 2008. Yeah, who who can forget what happened to the economy in 2008 and 2009 when 8.8 million jobs were lost, 
unemployment spike to 10% by the, you know, the fall of October, you know, October of 2009, uh, there were 8 million home foreclosures because, you know, of the, of the uh, predatory lending practices, $19.2 trillion in wealth gone, evaporated. Home prices fell 40% on average, even more in some cities. Uh, we already talked about how the S&P declined at 38.5%. And then $7.4 trillion in stock wealth was gone from 2008 to 2009. And yet a lot of people have kind of forgotten about it. Even though it was only you know, 14, 15 years ago, it, we, we kind of got rocked to sleep by that 10-year bull run right after. Yeah, that very, um, you know, uh, steady, slow growth mm -hmm. in the economy and in, in the stock market and all of that. And we're sort of lulled into that false sense of security and thought, oh, well, volatility is never coming back to, to the markets. Well, boy, we've gotten a wake up call here over the past few years. So <laughs> the alarm is going off right now, brother. <laughs> That's right. Absolutely is. Um, and so number four actually goes, you know, hand in hand with something that we talked about a little bit earlier, it's tax increases. Mm -hmm. And if you ask people, do they think taxes are going up or going down, Mike, I know that you pretty much get the same answer all the time. Not one time have I ever gotten somebody says, hey, Mike, I think taxes are going down in the future. And with the national debt nearing almost $32 trillion and government spending continuing to rise, many people are concerned about future tax hikes as far as you know what they're going to charge us and 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 people that were alive in the early 60s remember that you know in the early 60s the current 24% tax bracket was at 56%. So it's not like they haven't done it before. There's not precedent, right? They can do it again. And that my friend is concerning. Yes, it really really is there. Um and you know, I mean it, one thing that that we uh I actually mentioned before is mi minimizing that impact mm -hmm. of taxes in your retirement. And people need a plan for that. They can't you just can't go about it, you know, kind of willy-nilly. Well, you know, I'll maybe I'll do this, maybe I'll do that or I have an idea of kind of what I want to do. No, you got to have a plan to kick Uncle Sam out of your retirement. Kick the IRS out of your retirement. You know that old you think about that old poster a uh, very famous image, the most famous image, I would guess, of Uncle Sam. I want you, you know, with his finger pointed at you. Well, imagine this. Instead of his finger pointed at you saying, I want you, he's got his hand out. And he says, I want your money. Yeah, that, that's well, I got both hands out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And pockets open and, you know, the, all that stuff. Uh, but, yeah, it's um, not a situation that you want to be in having Uncle Sam and the IRS be your partner in retirement. Yeah, you, you definitely don't want the IRS as, as your retirement partner. So schedule a complimentary meeting with us uh, to discuss how we can help reduce your future tax risk through proper tax planning and a Roth ladder conversion, if it makes sense for you. Yeah, what was it? The uh, That uh, statement, pro proper prior planning prevents pitifully poor performance yes you nailed it on the head that was it seven p's yes i had to uh remember the edited uh family friendly version of it there for <laughs> the radio or performance yeah. yes exactly well there we go and you can call uh, mike zeno at 704-560-1573 another concern number five on the list mike for uh retirees pre-retirees as well inflation and we talk about it a lot but mm -hmm. it, for a good reason because it is a thing that's affecting us all and all of our wallets and or pocketbooks are are lighter because of it 
Yeah, you you absolutely must be prepared for an ever increasing cost of living and through both smart safe investing strategies and smart risk investing strategies, we can help cushion that blow of rising costs throughout your retirement. Yeah, you know, if you look at um, inflation in the US over the past, say, 10 years, you know, we had low inflation, like 2013, one and a half percent. That's below, you know, the Federal Reserve always say that 2% is the target, right, for that sort of slow and steady kind of pricing growth, you know, then it even went significantly below that 2014, 2015, then from say 2016 on through 2019 it was right around that 2% mark actually dipped some in 2020. But boy, it skyrocketed to 7% in 2021 and is trying to work its way down now, but it still remained stubbornly, stubbornly high. So, I mean, you know, you look back, Michael, we were talking about being lulled into a false sense of security. Mm-hmm. You look back a few years ago, you can kind of see why, because we had this, uh, you know, inflation rate that was very low, especially compared to what we have right now. The costs have just really been a shock to the system. Yeah, money, money was cheap. Okay, money is no yeah. money is no longer cheap. Okay, no. And, and and what that translates to everybody else is that if money is not cheap, then that means you're paying more for it. So you're paying more for everything that you want and need. So that's where inflation. It's why we call it the silent tax, and why you definitely need a plan in place to to curtail its effects. Yeah. And one last thing here on our list, number six on the list of six uh, worries, six concerns for retirees and pre-retirees. Talk about something that costs a lot. Um, Hmm. Long-term care expenses. That can be a a budget killer. It can. It absolutely can. And the fact of the matter is, is that at least 70%, 70% of people 65 years and older they're going to need some form of long-term care at some point in their lives. And the cost of long-term care depends mainly on three factors, the kind and length of care that's needed. That's number one, the provider chosen, number two, and the location. So if you look at long-term care services in the United States, you know, the average nursing home is about $6,600 a month. Uh, The average assisted living facility is 3600 a month. Um, if you need non-medical in-home health care, you're looking at around 3500 a month as, as well as just regular home health care. And if you need adult daycare, that's around $1,500 a month. Now, keep in mind, folks, these are national averages. Around here in, 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 in the Charlotte metro area, we're, if you want to go into a state-run facility, and I don't think any of you do, um, then that's probably where they are. But if you want to go into anything nicer than the Holiday Inn, um, it's going to cost you a little bit more money and you need to be prepared for those types of uh, you know events occurring in your life. If, if 70% of those over 65 are going to need something, some form at some point in their lives. And so those are six major concerns for retirees and pre-retirees. If you want help with those concerns, if you are concerned about any of the things that we've mentioned here, go to moneymatterswithmike.com. That's moneymatterswithmike.com or call 704-560-1573. It's This Week in History. 
some big things happened uh, this week in history, Mike, and we go back uh, just just a few days here. You, we we ta- uh, record the show ahead of time, um, so you know you mentioned it was my birthday uh, at the beginning of the show. Uh, something that happened on my birthday, March thirtieth, nineteen eighty one. Um, of course, aside from myself being born, and that, of course, was <laughs> the most important moment, thing Matt. <laughs> that happened. And that, yeah, I mean, obviously, that makes everybody's list of this week in history. But also on that day, little known fact, um, Ronald Reagan uh, was shot in that attempted assassination uh, against the, the 40th president. And also, my my mom tells the story about that day of, you know, being she came out of labor and delivery and, and I had been born and all of that. And they tried to tell her that the president's been shot. She just sort of looked at him like they had three heads and was like, you're crazy. That didn't happen. Why are you trying to lie to me like that? You know? So she just couldn't believe it, but uh, it was, it was real. Obviously, luckily, thankfully, uh, he uh, survived uh, and went on to serve two terms in the White House. No doubt, Matt. That is uh, that, you know, he was my commander in chief when I, when I served in the United States army. And uh, so he, you know, Ronnie will over, will forever hold a, a near and dear, place in my heart. But another historic moment that I think is probably the bane of everyone's existence that lives in the United States of America on on this date in 1918, the United States switched over to daylight savings time for the first time, leading to most areas change their, you know, changing their clocks backward or forward. And I don't know about you, it doesn't really affect me, but I'm like, why do we need to do it? It makes no sense in today's day and age. I understand it when everybody was farming and you needed an extra day of daylight, but we're, we're just not 1918 anymore. <laughs> right. I mean, that is absolutely true. And the, the annoying thing too, is I, I, um, you know, have some, some coworkers and, and, uh, friends out in the, uh, West out in Arizona, actually. Phoenix. And Ari- yeah. yeah. And Arizona does not observe daylight saving time. So then when the time changes, it just messes up everybody's calendars and they have to adjust and all this stuff. And I'm like, can we just do away with it, please? Yeah, they like, don't need another another hour of heat. No, absolutely not. And one last thing here, Mike, before we run, I wanted to say April 1st, it was no fooling on April Fool's Day of 1976. Apple Computers Company, later known as Apple Incorporated, was founded. Um, and I remember covering this back in 2018 when I was a business reporter in New York at the time when Apple was the first publicly traded U.S. company to be valued at more than a trillion dollars. Huh. Uh, and they're, of course, their products, they've changed our lives, really. They have, whether it was, you know, the, the, the old school Macintosh or you had one of those little teeny iPods or you had an iPhone or you had an iPad. You now have an Apple Watch. I mean, I remember folks growing up. Went watching Dick Tracy and he was sitting there talking on his on his on his wristwatch and 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 Apple has brought that to fruition. And so, I mean, w- when we think about how far we've come now, I just can't wait to see the Jetsons and flying cars. Right, right. The, the uh, spy gadgets are real life and maybe the flying cars one day as well. Can't wait to see. <laughs> well, that's right. Well, that'll about do it for this time around, Mike. I appreciate you as always. And uh, thank you for the birthday wishes, sir. I wish you a great rest of your weekend. Everybody out there listening to us, without you guys, we don't have a show. So please share this uh, You know, Money Matters with Mike uh, as far as 9 o'clock a.m. In the, in the Charlotte area uh, on the radio. Share the, the Facebook page, share the YouTube page. If you know anybody that can benefit from any of this information, and I think you do, All right, please share it with them. 
Thank you so much for tuning in today and make it a great rest of the weekend. Take care. Thanks for listening to Money Matters with Mike. You deserve to work with a financial and insurance expert who can offer strategies for protecting and growing your hard-earned money. To schedule your free, no-obligation consultation, visit MoneyMattersWithMike.com or pick up the phone and call 704-560-1573. That's 704-560-1573. Not affiliated with the United States government, Mike Zeno does not offer tax, legal, or investment advice. Consult with your tax advisor or attorney regarding specific situations. Opinions expressed are subject to change without notice. These opinions are not intended as investment advice, nor do they predict future performance of any product. All information provided is believed to be from reliable sources. However, we make no representation or warranty as to the accuracy of any statement. This information is intended to be educational in nature and does not provide a guarantee or a specific result. All copyrights and trademarks are the property of the respective owners. Amerilife assumes no responsibility or liability for the content of this message. The information contained herein is provided on an as-is basis with no guarantees of completeness, accuracy, usefulness, timeliness, or the results obtained from the use of this information.